is up, guys? This is Podcast 419, and we are all about unpacking what it means for us to make and send disciples who love and live like Jesus. And in order to do that, we are having conversations about the highs and lows of doing life together. There is no conversation too big, no topic that is off the table. Thank you so much for joining us and making us a part of your week. Let's jump into this episode. What is up, guys? Welcome to Podcast 419. I'm Josh with Brian, as always, and Merry Christmas. Like, yeah. we're stoked to have you guys. Thanks for listening on the holidays. Uh, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, a quick uh, just disclosure right out of the gate, because we're going to be talking about Christmas things. Uh, and, and so this episode, I would uh, recommend if you have younger children, elementary age, uh, really around there or younger, we would recommend that this episode is not for them. I would go ahead and just go ahead and just hit the pause right now if they're in the car with you. Uh, we want to make sure that as we we dive into this, there's some just some adult concepts uh, that we're going to be diving into, and we want to make sure that uh, younger ears are protected from that. Not that we're going to be getting wild, uh, but you guys probably already know where we're going, and so we're going to be have some some of those conversations. Uh, so Brian, yeah, talking Christmas, uh, mm-hmm. but before we dive into it, let's talk like tradition, like yeah. like what does Christmas look like for the Jews. Yeah, so that's that's awesome that you said Christmas for the I, Jews. I, I felt good about it. Yeah, I, yeah, that was good. So, just a disclaimer: my last name is Jew, and so that's why he said Christmas with the Jews. He's not just like throwing something out of me. I this is know. for Maybe people. Maybe you're a Messianic Jew. I don't. I, I don't know. I so. could be, but I'm not. So I don't know that they celebrate Christmas though. Who knows? But you know who anyway, does celebrate Christmas? The Jews. My family. Okay. My family does. Yeah. So. Um, one of the things that we really love to do is just we love to just shower our friends in gifts. Like we want to show appreciation to them. And so, Josh, actually, I brought a gift for you today. No, you don't know about this. Right? It's it's November. It's November right now. Look, so for all of our people watching, I got I, I got Josh a gift. I don't even know what to do with this on the air. This is this is for you because look, as we celebrate, I did not get you a gift. I want to be just. I know, I know, and this is because look, this is what we love to do is we love to just give gifts. Like my wife mm. and I, that's a big thing for us. So I would love for you, just on the air, on the air, open up this gift, brother. Should I be nervous? No, you shouldn't be. I hate you. I hate you so much. <laughs> so this is a little bit of an inside joke, but this is an Atlas. It's an Anova disc, uh, not a sponsor, and I'll tell you why they're not a sponsor because I hate this disc. <laughs> I've never bought it. I've never owned it. I've never wanted it. And uh, I'm going to find a lake. Okay. And I'm going to throw this in there. And uh, Nice. I, I made it Miami Dolphins colors because I thought maybe it would have a better chance of surviving for you. I love the heart behind Miami Dolphins colors. We'll call it close. We'll call it a really good try. Yeah. I mean, I was I was even praising God that I found something in orange and blue. So That's, that's fair. Mm-hmm. Um, I... We're just going to... Th- thank you. Of course. Thank you so much. I'll just put this guy right here. I love it. Your, him, your uh, name and numbers written think, in there, by the way, dry too. Thoughts. Yeah. So I, I made sure to put that in there for you. Oh, you did. Oh, yep. it's really it's on the inside rim. Wow. Yep. All right. Thank you so much. Of course. <laughs> You're the worst. Of course. I I, I, <laughs> I just love known. to do this. And so that's that's our tradition. Like we love giving good oh, gifts to funny. people, whether it's solicited or not. Yeah, it so. was not. 
That's a that's was, a tradition we have. Not, I've been trying to talk him into throwing that disc that he owns into a creek for a while now. Mm. Um, and still, look at him. They just they're multiplying just <laughs> like disciples. Just like disciples. But what's something that you do with your family that yeah, you cherish? So so one thing that I really enjoy doing is getting family time uh, outside of the immediate. So we we were actually talking about this before. Mm-hmm. My wife, uh, daughter, and I we really value like Christmas morning. Usually, I mean, working for a church sometimes it gets gets a little dicey. Yeah. Uh, but usually Christmas morning, like just us. But what we really love is outside of that, um, getting with our extended family. family. Mm-hmm. And so this year, uh, we are jumping on a plane as a family. We're going to be flying to North Carolina to see uh, my in-laws, Jenny's parents. Yeah. Uh, and if you heard that that bell, that's because we're wearing ugly sweaters right now. And mine is a Christmas huh. cow. Wait, I think that's um, people hitting the bell notification on YouTube uh, as well. Yeah, that's no, that's me. Oh, that's never just mind. Me. No never bells mind. being. No but they should. Being, nah, well, you do what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, so that that's what we do is we get to just really spend intentional time with family, and mm. so we're gonna. I, I don't even know because again it's November. We haven't bought the tickets yet, but planning on if everything goes right to fly over to North Carolina and spend time with my in-laws and my my brother-in-law will be there too, and just be a ton of fun to get to press in. And just catch up and spend time together. So yeah, we really enjoy that. That's awesome, especially uh, with how last year went. Like a lot of people not being able to see one another. That's a really awesome time just to to get together with family, um, and just like make those memories. But I know one thing for me that's easy for me to get caught up in is like when I'm visiting family, when I'm buying gifts, whatever it may be. If it's a disc, it's whatever terrible. it is. Um, it's sometimes You're the worst. It, it's hard for me to to remember the reason for the season. And and so that's kind of why we wanted to jump on and have this conversation uh, is because I know at least a lot of people that we're friends with that I'm friends with. Are you doing OK, Josh? Yeah, I'm struggling with this disc, man, because I'm like, I can't throw it into a lake. You you kryptonited me. Do you want to restart? No. Am I, did I throw you off? No, game with that? no, we're good to go. But yeah, just like really remembering for the reason for the season um, and encouraging people to remember that as well um, as they do whatever they want to do with their holiday traditions and when they're with family. Yeah, I think that's a really tough shift uh, for us to make. I, and really, the younger we are, the harder, right? Like my daughter uh, shifting it to Jesus um, because it. I, I think the starting point isn't Jesus for her. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not so much drift as like the starting line is, I can't wait for, for presents and for Santa and uh-huh. all the good things. Uh, and so shifting it back to hold on, like, let's slow down. Um, let's remember what this is actually about. I remember growing up, we had a nativity scene and I wouldn't say that my family, uh, is, is very religious at all. Um, but one of the things like really the only thing that, that we did, um, to commemorate Jesus other than going to Easter service or Eve Christmas Eve service, Mm. uh, was we would flip over that the manger and it was an empty manger one side and then you flipped over and there was Jesus and that was it like that that was it not bad that didn't shift it for me uh and so just being intentional in our family of uh, hey what does it look like for us to to really remember what this is about and to intentionally step back and not rush into all the exciting things but remembering the important things yeah and that's that's a tough shift to make but as parents uh and just being intentional like leading ourselves Mm -hmm. incredibly important yeah, and I understand what you're saying about how that kind of muddies the waters, and it's even more complicated when you have children because of Santa and and all of those exciting things, which as a kid, you go bonkers for. Like, I remember, I, that's all I could think about. And, and again, I also didn't grow up in a very Christian household, um, and so I would be very you interested. You grew up with the Jews. I did. There, there we are, Christmas with the Jews. 
album dropping soon. But um, I, I would really love to hear how maybe some of the things that you're intentionally doing with your family, just as you've celebrated the Christmas season, even before you had uh, your daughter, but now as, as you continue to navigate, what does it look like for me to honor and really bring Jesus into this so that you can celebrate the, the true reason for the season? Yeah, I think a uh, big thing is, as parents is for Jenny and I to constantly be reminding our daughter mm-hmm. uh, and walking through really the Christmas story. Like it, it's not a once a year thing. Like we're walking through that throughout the year, but this is a built in time. Uh, where we get to kind of spell that out and, and share in God's goodness together. Uh, also, just like pressing in as a family. So just being relational, being intentional, asking questions. I love asking my daughter questions. She's four. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is old enough for questions. She's also old enough to give hilarious answers that yeah. are just totally off the wall. <laughs> uh, but it's so fun for us to get to press in together as a family unit. And what that does is as we step closer to Jesus, we step closer to each other. Yeah. Uh, and that's the big win of Christmas is it's a built-in time for us to do exactly that. Yeah, that's really cool. And I mean, with, with this time, like I know that's also applicable for people who um, are just spending time with family. Maybe they don't have kids. Like as you continue to press into God, whether it's in remembrance of, um, you know, what the season is for, you'll actually come closer together, which I think is super beautiful. Um, and even some of the questions that I know people have during this time, um, I, I have some people that I know that they don't celebrate Christmas, um, yeah. and they're they're pretty big Christians, um, and they have great relationships with Jesus, but they do not celebrate Christmas um, be just because some of the origin stories of it, sure. because of kind of how secularism has taken over yeah. with that. Um, and I'd be interested to hear what you have to say about uh, all of that, I guess. Yeah, well, I mean, this is going to go back to uh, several episodes that we talked through. So your convictions, like if you are taught, caught up in the Holy Spirit, like he can convict you on this stuff and you can have a personal conviction. Uh, it, so so the question that I want to focus on is not whether or not you should. That's between you and Jesus. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it a sin? Because there are, there are components of like there are some pagan components and some very real secular components of Christianity. Uh, Christianity, but Christmas. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so should we celebrate? And I I would say that, like, is it a sin? No, Mm -hmm. it's not a sin. It's not sinful to celebrate. In fact, in fact, it can be incredibly good. Like, first of all, uh, I recognize that God is a God who loves to celebrate. He built in celebrations. Like, I I think of just like the Passover feast and like how exciting that was. Um, Like that was a thing. Even like Sabbath dinner um, back in the day, was was a big deal and was a celebration yeah. over who God like God loves to celebrate mm-hmm. uh, and so celebrating the birth of Jesus uh, I think it, I believe in my conviction is is perfectly fair game for us to do and to steward our families into again it's not so much the origin as much it is the heart posture that we approach it in mm-hmm. so is my heart posture a secular heart posture towards Christmas? No, like like I'm trying to be intentional about like, hey, this is what it's actually about, and this yeah. is what we're celebrating, and this is what we're doing and going after as a family. And if I'm shepherding my heart and shepherding the hearts of my family as best I can, like that's my role. Yeah. Uh, and, and so that's what I'm trying to do in the Christmas season. So I would say, no, it is not sinful to celebrate it, but you have to operate out of your convictions. And I would say, if you are convicted that it is is wrong for you to do, then it is a sin, and you should probably not do it. Mm-hmm. And, and so even honing in specifically, because I know when people, they, they talk about kind of how Christmas has become secular, a lot of times they focus on presents and they focus on gift giving. 
um, and just consumerism and all of these things that this time that was supposed to be about celebrating Jesus and his birth and and being the hope of in the light of the world now is, man, I'm going to go throw arms and throw elbows at people on Black Friday Mm. so I can get the best gifts so I can really just, uh, I mean, there's different reasons why people get good gifts, right? Um, so is getting presents like on Christmas, even if you do celebrate it with the right heart posture, is getting presents a bad thing? Is that sinful? Yeah, I, w- I would turn your question with another question. Uh, can we do presents outside of Christmas? Absolutely. Yeah, like like get like I, I mean I got a garbage present, right? Like this is. Yeah. I kind of love that you got me this though because I just think it's hilarious. But uh, like gifts are a good thing. In fact, gifts are a love language. And so if we're trying to get caught up in rules and regulation, I think we're missing the heart. Mm-hmm. Um, like like we are, like like Jesus came to fulfill the law. Mm-hmm. It's not that the law doesn't exist. It's that he has fulfilled it. Uh, and so really for us, it's, it's what's the heart posture behind it. Buying gifts uh, is something that I love to get to do. Like yeah. I love uh, doing things for my bride, especially outside of holidays. I'm constantly yeah. trying to do things to make sure that she feels cared for and loved and trying to keep up with, with some of the movie guys where, where they're doing these huge romantic things. And I know yeah. that's not everybody's thing, but that, that's me. Like I'm a romantic at heart. Mm. Uh, and so I'm constantly trying to do these big things to surprise my bride and which is really hard to keep up because like, I yeah. feel like I have to keep like, like beating myself. And yeah. It's, it's, it's not easy. Uh, but the point of that is yes, presents are, Presence can be a very good thing. The heart behind the present is always the issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the heart, hey, like, again, you, your heart posture for this was not, I'm going to buy Josh a gift. That he's going to love. No, 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 because it, it was good. Um, I'm not going to buy Josh a gift with the expectation that that Josh has a gift for me and that you're going to be hurt if because I don't have a gift for you, right? I knew that 100% uh, yeah, coming into this. It, it's just who I am. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, I thought that was really cool. Like, the heart posture in that was was generous, loving, and not transactional. And that's that should be our heart for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I watched, uh, this could be a whole other episode, but I watched Harry Potter the other day. <gasps> I know. It's oh wild. My gosh. And it was, I, I don't know if it was the first one. I think it was the second one. And uh, and one of the bad kids, we'll call him, um, like got like 22 gifts or something. Maybe it was his birthday. Mm. Uh, and he threw a fit because the year before he had 23 gifts. And it's like, okay, well, there's there's a huge, and if you watch the movie, you'll see there's a huge parenting issue there. Uh, yeah. But there's a heart issue that we need to be able to walk through of just like, hey, is this about receiving or is this about giving? Mm-hmm. And that's something that I try to walk through with my daughter is like, hey, we're going to get a present for mom, but we got to think about it. Yeah. Uh, and maybe we're going to make it and we're going to make something incredible that she's yeah. never had before. Like, what should we make? And she's dreaming with me, right? And like trying to make a plan. And it could be, a piece of paper where she draws something. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's fine. It yeah. can cost us nothing. Mm-hmm. It's about the heart. Yeah. And and that's what we're going after. And I think that's what Jesus is going after too. Which I think is cool too, because in talking and having this conversation, what better way to talk about, man, giving a gift and expecting nothing in return than Santa Claus, right? And so, I, I mean, like we were, we were just saying... Quick disclaimer again. If there's any kids listening, time to step away. Yep. We'll give you a second. And we're good. Okay, so, I mean, Santa Claus, where you're giving this gift as a parent um, or as as this person, but you're giving somebody else the credit. Like, you're not taking the credit or the recognition for it. 
Um, and so just having that kind of serving mentality where it's like, I, I don't expect anything in return. And my heart posture is I want to give you a good gift um, to show you that you're cared for um, and that I'm thinking about you um, really models kind of what Jesus has been doing. Um, and I love that. And so even talking about Santa mm-hmm. and, you know, he who shall not be named. Oh, no. Voldemort. Because <laughs> you're back to Harry Potter. <laughs> you He's no, broken. you brought us back, bro. <laughs> no, but I mean, having the conversation. Am I going to be the one to drop the bomb? No, I, I don't even think we need to directly drop it. Uh, but just, just, just playing it safe. Uh, but the question is, hey, can we like can Santa be a part of our household? Yeah, right. Like that's a question that I know a lot of people. I I was even asked the other day, um, like, hey, don't you feel like you're lying, um, and being deceitful towards your daughter and like setting her up to like like ruin her dreams mm-hmm. um if this is what you're conveying and so here's what here's what i would go back to uh, again your household has to operate out of the convictions that you have um i would also contend that we as christians really we we got to work on our judgment like we have we have a huge judgment problem where it's like hey if i am convicted on something you had better agree or or I'm gonna like like condemn you a little bit, even th- through the tone and the words that I use. So I, I would contend, hey, we, we need to get the right heart posture when we address this and even engage in these conversations. Mm-hmm. I know for me, uh, we do celebrate Santa. Like I, I love that. I if, as a kid growing up, man, Santa was just a really exciting part uh, of Christmas where I was able to like dream and and be excited. Uh, and again. It's not about Santa, and it's not about gifts, but he can be a piece of it. And for us, me and my bride, we've really kind of wrestled with this as parents. Of what I don't want is I don't want to stifle my—and this is our personal conviction. I'm not putting this on anybody, but I don't want to stifle my daughter's imagination. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to, like, create room for her to imagine and for her to dream and yeah. for her to, to grow in that. Uh, especially because they, like that's the kind of family we are. Like my bride has like a new exciting passion. Like every week, she's hype, like hyper passionate, and that's awesome. And I want that for my daughter too. Like I want her to be able to dream big, uh, and know that like God is a big God that can like, can meet that dream. Won't always right like mm-hmm. Santa. Like probably not. But the point is, uh, I want her to have the freedom to be able to run with that. And so what we're gonna do is we're gonna let her dream. Yeah. And we're gonna we're gonna play ball with that. And eventually, when it's time appropriate, we're gonna we're gonna let her know, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's gonna be a good thing, and that's gonna be exciting. Maybe she's gonna have a sibling. This was a cool thing for me. Mm-hmm. Was I was I'm an older brother, yep. uh, and so part of that was like, hey, now I'm invited into this process of yep. like loading up the stockings and like the part of like helping pick out the presents. And mm-hmm. then there's that other piece of just like in being a dad, like Santa gets me a dope present every year. Yeah. Like it's like it's like he knows me really well. Mm-hmm. Like like it's just awesome. Like it's the exact thing that I want every year. Santa just nails it. And I mean, I'm here for that. Yeah. He he knows you specifically. And that's uh, it's, I also like how when you were talking about that, you you emphasize the point like for you and your family, you celebrate it. And um because like that's that's how you're convicted that you, that you can do that. Um but that necessarily is not the same for another family. And so you just have to kind of sit down um and ask yourself, ask your family, man, like, what do we value? Like, yeah. is this okay for us? Um, and prayerfully consider that, like yeah. asking Jesus into that and saying, man, is this right for me? Is this okay for me? Um, and then whatever that may be, operate out of that, but not needing to impose that on other people, other families, 
so on. Yeah, and I, I want to be clear because we, we've we talked about this concept multiple. We, we talked about it with alcohol. We talked about it with vaccinations. Like we've had several conversations where it's like, hey, you got to operate out of the convictions that the Holy Spirit gives you, mm-hmm. and that's exactly right. But what I don't want us to take away is like that's the mentality for everything. Mm-hmm. That's not like yeah. there are hard lines that Jesus has placed for us, uh, saying not not heaven or hell. That's not what I'm talking about, but saying, hey. These could be stumbling blocks for you, and you should probably stay away from them, and you should set up boundaries and guardrails on your life to not cross. That's a, like fully true when we talk about sex before marriage and, mm. and some of the other conversations that we've had, because we have had hard co- hardline conversations as well. Uh, like There are lines, and there are things that we should stay away from because they're just bad for us. And there are also other things where God's going to have personal convictions that the Holy Spirit works in that could be different. And we as a people need to stop being Christians where people hear no and are against things so often that we're not actually communicating what we're for mm-hmm. nearly as much. Like, hey, we're for Jesus. Yeah. Like, we are for Jesus. Like, we are podcasts. We are people who are for Jesus. And it's far less about, hey, don't touch that. Stay away from that. Here's the line. And more about, here's Jesus. Get close to him. Listen to his voice. And as he speaks, follow his direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because as you go towards him, there's these other things, like these lines, instead of saying, how far within these bounds can I go, and when am I crossing it? You don't even have to worry about that nope. if, you're, if you're looking at Jesus um, and running towards him and being in relationship with him. But how do you know what that's going to be if you're not in the word, if you're not spending time and praying with him, you know? Um, and so even speaking about the, the word and going back to kind of the reason for the season, there was this really cool idea that you brought up, um, which is what do I hope in versus what do I hope for? Mm. And, and as the Christmas season is here, there's a lot of hoping that goes on. Like I know for me personally, growing up, I was always hoping for, man, I wanted this bike or I was really hoping oh, that yeah. I would run out to the Christmas tree and there'd be a dog that just runs up to me. Never happened. <laughs> it would broke my heart. It's tough, man. And that's what's going to happen when I when I hope in these things, because ultimately, even if it is fulfilled, even if I did get that dog on Christmas morning, eventually I'd be like, man, this dog's annoying. And here we are. Just not a dog person. That's just where I am. Not a dog person. Yeah, this guy. Don't loves you dogs. say you that? Right, you right, King George. I'm sorry, Harper. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. So, so if you're uh, part of the movement, so our student ministry, we meet every Wednesday night, and and that is probably a message that you just heard is the difference between hoping for and hoping in. And it's something that I've really been wrestling through really for the last month, and I'm going to keep wrestling for the next month as I gear up to prepare for that message. Yeah. Uh, but it's this whole idea of how we're constantly hoping for things, mm-hmm. right? Like, I'm constantly hoping for this and for that, and I, I want things, and it's not wrong to necessarily want things. But the reason for the season isn't hoping for it's hoping in. Mm-hmm. Like it's not reaching for the future. It's actually looking back to the past and recognizing the Savior that we have and, and what he's done and what he is doing and how he speaks and how he moves and how he loves. And if I put my hope in him, which scripture talks about all the time, is placing our hope in, uh, it doesn't talk a ton about hope for, mm-hmm. right? And the, the reason is because there's a foundational piece of Christmas is about what my hope is in, not mm-hmm. what I'm hoping for. Yeah. And I constantly want to be reminding my family and our listeners and the people that I'm in relationship with and myself, hey, this is about hoping in. Mm-hmm. Like my hope is in this. And that's a discipleship conversation where it's like, hey, where's your hope? Yeah. Because if it's in 
what you're going to get if you're hoping for, listen, that's unsteady. That's unreliable. You're not going to get it. And then, like, even if you do, mm-hmm. you're hoping for the next thing. Yeah. It's but just going to go. Yeah. But if it's my hope is in, oh, that doesn't change. Mm-hmm. Like, my hope is in the rock. Like, it's immovable. You can't touch. Well, you can. You can stand right on it. Like, that, that, that's yeah. the thing that doesn't shake when everything else is falling apart. Mm-hmm. Like, my hope's in Jesus. Yeah. Like, that's that's steady. That's true. That's reliable. It's consistent. It's exactly what we are supposed to be doing during Christmas. Yeah. And so I, I guess my challenge would be, let's hope in. Let's mm-hmm. let's drop the hope for, like, w- you're probably going to get presents, and that's good. Mm-hmm. Like, be grateful. I'm yeah. not saying that. Uh, but that's not what it's about. It's about what our hope and who our hope is in, and that's good. Yeah, and and now is is always a better time. Now is the best time to start those traditions. It's it's the best time to start um, really just that framework and, and how you view the holiday season because uh, it's better late than never, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe you've never done it before. Maybe you've never celebrated Christmas as actually hoping in Jesus and hoping in all of these things that he's promised us um, and him being like the savior of the world. Come on. And so now is a better time. And, and we really appreciate y'all, especially right near Christmas, listening to a podcast. If you're listening it uh, on this week, why are you listening to a podcast on Christmas? I mean, I respect you. I love that we said that at the end. So they had to listen to everything. And then we're like, what are you, what are you doing? Because Except, then it's re- seriously, that, that's awesome that you're listening. And I it's, love that. it's relevant to those people who actually finished. They waited till the end. Yeah, but they're not listening with their families. And so, hey, here's what we want you to do is we want you to go hang out with your families because your kids. I know you kicked them out of the room like this was an adult conversation. I'm with it. Uh, but now we're we're releasing we're sending you even ah. as disciples to go be disciple makers within your families. My goodness. Well, Josh, thank you for that. Merry <laughs> Christmas to everybody who Merry is Christmas, watching, guys. listening. Thank Come y'all on. so much. We got one more episode and then it'll be 2022. Dude. That's insane. So or it'll be 2021 because I feel like 2020 had like a year extension. Oh yeah. And it, so if we could just run it back and just uh-huh. maybe not run it back, but like. It renewed its contract, so we're, yeah, we're a yeah. year behind. Yeah, no more 2020s, though. I'm done. We're done with those. We don't like that vision because what we are seeing is how people are making and sending disciples. So uh, thank you again for watching. We need to end this because we're just going to be stuck in a loop. Merry Christmas, guys. Peace. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Podcast 419. If you want to learn more about us, you can check us out on our website, podcast419.com. 